Welcome to D3 Nation, now don't you change the station Oh Lord knows it has just begun We're talking all the motivation from years of dedication Discovering who's number one The fight is never done You gotta dig down inside for who you're destined to be The war is never won So talk it out with your host, Gennaro and Anthony What's up, everyone? We are closing out October with a great episode. Before we get into today's show, I just want to let everyone know that the first set of Division Three Flow Wrestling rankings are in the works and will be posted later this week. Make sure you're on the lookout for those. Today, Mount Union head coach Josh Malave joined the show to discuss his wrestling story and how he was able to help the Purple Raiders climb in the OAC regionally and nationally. Mount Union has been on a great run and I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. Josh was an All-American for Mount Union and takes a lot of pride in representing his alma mater. Let's give it up for the mayor of Alliance, Josh Malave. What's going on D3 Nation? Uh, here for another exciting episode. Uh, our special guest is head coach uh, from Mount Union, Coach Malave, Josh Malave actually. Um, Great to have you on, Coach. How you been? It's going good, man. Excited to be on with you. Um, you know, thanks for having me, G. Thanks for having me, Ant. So uh, appreciate you guys being on. Yeah, man. Uh, we always try to get you know a lot of different guests on, and we definitely had our um, a different varieties of guests. I, th- I I think you're maybe the first OAC. I think we had Chuck, but he's at West Point now, so. Technically, OAC-wise, you're representing right now. So um, how's everything going with uh, at, at school pretty much so far? Every, every school is different right now. We've talked to a lot of different people. You know, COVID life's definitely taken over. You know, a lot of protocols, a lot of procedures you have to follow. How's everything going at Mountain Union right now? Yeah. Um, so, you know, right now we're in a uh, – academically, we're in a hybrid model right now. So, uh, you know, we have our kids – in class, portion of the time online, portion of the time in person. So, you know, academically, it's been a little bit of an adjustment, especially at the beginning of the semester, trying to help get everybody scored away. I didn't necessarily understand all the ins and outs either um, because we, we didn't really have a trial run or anything like that. If nothing like this has happened before. So um, academically, you know, just trying to make sure everybody's squared away, focused, you know, athletically, um, we've, we've had a lot of restrictions on, on what we've been able to do. So a lot of small group pod, you know, workouts, um, you know, just started, uh, wrestling in, in small groups, um, in early October, but mostly the, the whole beginning of the year, um, you know, we went through all the gating phases and, and all the mandatory stuff. So it, it's been a slow progression, but excited to have everybody on campus and, and we're moving forward. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. And then you were saying too, you guys uh, have been getting recruiting visits again. That's process has been going pretty smooth so far. Yeah. So, you know, recruiting, uh, they gave us the green light to, you know, bring people to campus and and recruit, you know, with them and and try to, you know, invite different families. Uh, Some, you know, have elected not. So we've done, you know, some virtual stuff, you know, with that and we've done, uh, we've, you know, we've done Zoom or Skype, 
trying to, or FaceTime, trying to figure out different ways to connect with them and, and at least um, give them an opportunity to, to see us and, and try to build some sort of relationship aside from, you know, texting or just a normal call. So, so yeah, we've, we've got the green light for recruiting, um, bringing people on campus. It, it hasn't been, you know, it hasn't been, you know, I don't want to say completely, you know, smooth, but it, it, it is what it is. You know, we're right. trying to just make the best of it and, and sell the school. You know, there's a lot of like, well, pre COVID stuff, right. You know, there's a lot yeah. of, um, you, you got a lot of explaining to do for some of the, what it looks like actually on campus. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, yeah, it's just funny because everywhere's different. I mean, just between me and Anthony's school, uh, Stevens and Waynesburg. So Waynesburg actually started visits back up like middle of the summer with admissions. And then we picked it up like late August that the coaches could start touring again and meeting with people. But Stevens has still been, you know, they, they, they've been really behind with it. Like uh, admissions, I think, can still do visits. But I think Anthony said now like he started to get tested and possibly could do start recruiting business again and stuff so it's just crazy how every school is different like it really is yeah especially, especially it seems like the east coast schools really being hit hard um, yeah you know some of the different you know i talked with the tcnj coach earlier in in uh, september mm -hmm. and so you know he he was telling me he wasn't able to uh, do any visits uh, he wasn't allowed I don't even think at that point he was allowed on campus at the time yeah so you know in for us you know for us you know being in the midwest you know we're not that really that far from each other yeah it seems like we you know our schools opened up in that respect a little faster uh yeah us, you know so I, I know that there's some schools on the east coast that are you know, I don't want to say, I don't think struggling is the next right. The right word, but I think, you know, they're anxious to um, you know. get after it and get back to yeah. and, and building the team. Yeah. Just from top to bottom, just, they want to get the ball rolling again. You know, um, it's been a while. I mean, the last time, you know, everyone was together and functioning normal life stuff was nationals. And then ever, after, ever since then, it's been, you know, very slow, churning clock of when we were going to get back to normal so have has mount union been uh testing at all i know for us we've been testing every monday and then going off that so every monday we test and then the results go that way pretty much yeah we we haven't uh, been testing so we the governor of ohio put forth a uh, an asymptomatic mandate and so it's not just general, it's not related to just athletics. They're going to start in our field house. They're going to be sampling of a certain percentage of, of people, I believe every week. And so I, I think they're going to start sampling and doing some testing here soon. Um, but his, you know, for us, we haven't really been doing any, any testing. We, we have a, an app called campus clear. Yeah. We have something that like our, that too. Yeah. Yeah. That our kids have to perform and, you know, so I, I have kids that'll reach out to me and they'll be like, Hey coach, I'm feeling this or feeling that. I'm like, well, you, you got to report it. So yeah, just do the you, app. Yeah. Yeah. You got to You got to report it through the app or sometimes they'll, they'll tell the app that they didn't have any symptoms and then they'll text me. And I'm like, I, you have to, you know, you got to call right. the health center or the trainer, you got to call them yeah. and tell them what's going on. So it, it's been a, an adjustment there. I, mm -hmm. I know that a lot of our guys, uh, you know, we have, we have a hotel in Alliance that our school works with that is quarantining people at that hotel okay. and, and stuff like that when, you know, so we, we've had 
you know, we've only had three guys on the team get pulled into quarantine. Uh, none of them tested positive. So they all, you know, everything came back negative, but good I know that they, uh, I know they weren't, you know, they weren't happy. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just tough, yeah. man. And that's a tricky thing too. You know, kids, even if they have like the littlest thing that they, they're trying to avoid the situation, they don't want to report it, but like, yeah. Yeah, right now, everything just has to be reported, even if you don't have it. Like everyone is, needs to be on top of it, because then if you do get it, then there's a lot of contact tracing that has to be followed. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this and is it, a lot. And, and also from the coaching have, side too, you yeah. don't want, you don't want to be you know you have to tell them they have to you they have to like yeah for sure you can't be like nope you know don't report it because um, that that's going to create a, a, a hellstorm you know of uh, you know coming your way so. I just tell our guys, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta report yeah. it. If we don't like it. Whatever comes our way, we'll deal with it. But that's a heck of a lot better than potentially losing your job. You know, just, right. like, you know, you, you told somebody, Hey, you think it's the sniffles or whatever. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, just gotta be straightforward and honest. So, but enough of this uh, COVID talk, let's talk about some yeah. wrestling now. Let's, um, see, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's go back a little bit in your career. When did you get into wrestling and, you know, was it something you just picked up or your family, your wrestling family, like what age did you start and how'd you, you know, fall in love with the sport? Yeah. My, my brother started our family. So my brother, Justin Malave started us in, in wrestling. So we, prior to him, we didn't have anybody uh, that wrestled in the family. Uh, he, he started in high school. So he started late. I uh, was just a football player. You know, I mean, you, you know, gee, you know me, um, I'm, I'm not, a stout human, (laughs) um, you know, my, my brother, my brother, you know, I'm like the runt in the family. Gotcha. My my brother's, uh, um, you know, especially when he was, when he was, you know, an athlete and and he was, uh, so he was a collegiate football player at uh, Concordia, Wisconsin. Cool. Um, and so he, he was a, you know, at at our high school, he was the first 1000 yard back, uh, you know, so really, really good running back. And, um, you know, so he just did, he just did wrestling just to do it. You yeah, know, he, he didn't, yeah, he didn't really love it. <laughs> you know, he just, yeah. You know, so there's a big event over by us, the Medina Invitational. Um, I remember, you know, he got at that point in time, he got invited, you know, to the event and entered in the field. And I remember mm-hmm. he just like, didn't want to go. And I remember our high school coach being like at our house, just telling him like, you know, and then my mom basically being like, move your, move your freaking rear end, like yeah. the tournament. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, for me personally though, you know, wrestling, um, came, my love for it came a little later, you know, I was mm-hmm. into, I was into, believe it or not, like hockey, basket, you know, basketball, um, okay. you know, I, I would go to wrestling practices, you know, I would go to, I would go to it, um, because of my brother and stuff like that. So I was around the sport but I, I really didn't compete in it seriously until high school. Um, you know, I, I even tried to get out of it in high school. I tried to like try out for the basketball team, um, Yeah. you know, that, you know, realized pretty quickly after one day I was going to get cut. So, <laughs> you know, it's like went back to, went back to wrestling. So it's been a, it's been a fun journey, but, you know, starting it, I, I played a whole variety of different, you know, sports and, you know, baseball, hockey, football was, was into it all. Um, you know, I, I remember being a young kid at, at a wrestling event and, and getting choked out. And and one of my late coaches, uh, he he passed a couple of years ago, but Roger Benavides, I remember, you know, him like talking to me, 
you know, telling me like, you know, what happens, like stay with it. And I remember yeah. I was probably like eight or nine. I was just like sick and tired. Of, you know, like sick and Yeah. Tired. It's um, a grind. Right. You know? And, and so, um, yeah, came to it a little later. Cool. Um, did you, did you just, then after you kind of gave up other sports, were you just wrestling like through middle school and high school or were you still playing other sports all the way through? Yeah. So I was, I was playing other sports through. So, you know, in high school, um, you know, in, in high school, you know, I basically filtered down to just wrestling and football, Okay. Um, you know, and so, um, you know, had, you know, was a part of, you know, so, some pretty successful teams like at our high school, um, mm-hmm. you know, a playoff team, my, my sophomore year. And then, uh, you know, we were, we just missed the playoffs my senior year. We were seven and three, so eight and two and then seven and three, um, you know. And, and you missed the playoffs with a seven, three record? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, yeah, we, we, we should have been eight and two, um, that year, or, or we actually could have been nine and one, to be honest with you. We, we, lost, gotcha. we lost a couple close ones, um, that were, that were winnable. There was only one school Medina Buckeye. There was only one school that like beat the crap out of us. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> you know, the, and it really wasn't a lopsided score. It was like 20 to 20 to six or 20 to 13 or something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. But you know, time of possession, stuff like that. They just they just own the game. Yeah. Ohio football, they have like that crazy point system, right? Mm-hmm. Like I play with a lot of buddies from Ohio that came to Winsworth University. We're on the border. And I remember when they were coming through talking about they said, Yeah, we could have a great record and still make the playoffs because the point system's just outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. You get um so at top eight make the playoffs. I think we were like nine. You know, gotcha. You're, I mean, we're we're talking. We were right there on the bubble. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, pretty much isolate. I think I ran track for like one day. Um, you know, try. You know, try. Gotcha. Track, you know, in in high school, and they wanted me to do a bunch of the distance events. Um, you know, and I just it, it just wasn't something I I wanted to you know focus my energy on, and and then I started to get serious, you know, with wrestling and. And you know oh. how spring and summer wrestling is. So yeah, it's kind of how it shook out. Cool. And then your high school, it was uh Lutheran West high school. Yep. You, your yep. family always went there. Your brother went there too and stuff. Yep. Yeah. So my brother went there. My sister went there. Um, I, I really didn't have a choice on where I went to school. My, my mom just told us where we were going to school. Um, gotcha. you know, so, uh, you know, growing up in Cleveland, most of, most of the kids don't go, you know, almost our whole neighborhood went to private schools, you know, so whether that was Holy Name or Ads or Ignatius or Lutheran West or uh, mm-hmm. Ottawa or whatever school it may be, you know, we, n- none of the kids in our area went to, um, went to the public schools and, and that's not a, a slight to them. It's, it's just kind of the makeup of, of Cleveland, you know, and, and yeah. how, how dominant the parochial schools are um, mm-hmm. academically and athletically in the area. So yeah, I didn't have a choice. I was told where I was going to school and, um, you know, re- wrestling was probably about fifth or sixth, um, you know, or sports in general, you know, really wasn't a priority. It, it really came do- down to cost. You know, my, yeah. uh, my mom was a single parent, um, you know, with three of us. So it was cost and, um, you know, and then also uh, education, quality of education. So, I mean, that was, that was it. Cool. So, you know, talking about, your high school career, you're going through the ranks. Uh, talk about, you know, towards the end of your career, how the recruitment process was and were you looking anywhere else uh, besides Mount Union? And because I know there's a ton of 
options in Ohio right. between the OAC, then D2 schools. So just talk about that process a little bit and how you ended up at Mount Union. Yeah. So I, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't at first going to compete in anything. Um, I was looking at potentially going um, into the Coast Guard. Uh, my, my brother was actually stationed in, at the Coast Guard Academy for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, uh, he actually was in the Coast Guard, uh, he, not not at the academy, but he, he went through just normal boot camp, kind of your traditional thought process process of it. So to be honest with you, at first, I, I wasn't going to compete um, in college. I was just going to go into the military. Um, I thought about going into the Coast Guard, thought about different branches, looking at that. Um, and then um, I, I looked at a couple different schools, you know, like you said, in Ohio, Ashland, uh, Kent, um, you know, Mountain Union. Um, I, I had a buddy of mine, Sean Gill, who ended up going to Ignatius. Um, and, and really what got me to Mountain Union, you're going to think this is, is crazy, but my buddy Sean, um, who I lifted with and, and his uncle was our strength coach. He said, hey, I'm, I'm going to check out Mountain Union. Um, do you want to come with me? And I said, I said, sure. You know, and, and we drove down uh, to Mount Union. It's kind of funny because he ended up going to Ignatius or not Ignatius. Well, that's where it's high school, but he ended up going to Carroll and then okay. we ended up going to Mount and we ended up beating them every year. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. It's just, it's just kind of funny, like how it, it shook out, but you know, he was yeah. still a really good friend of mine and, and he still had a really good uh, career, you know, individually. Um, you know, at, at that time it was, you have to win the conference to go, you know, to mm-hmm. national. So I think he had a, uh, you know, he had a couple close runs at, at going individually, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I met Haywald, um, you know, here and, and, uh, my, one of my assistant coaches at Lutheran West, DJ Vondruska, uh, wrestled with Haywald at, at Carroll, um, or okay. here, I should say at Lutheran West, but, you know, DJ, you know, had said, you know, that he thought Haywald was a good dude and, uh, to check out the school and, and that he was trying to build something special there. So yeah, that's how it oh. happened, but got accepted to Ashland and, and Kent just um, met Derlin. Uh, Derlin was the coach out there at the time. Um, and it, it just seemed like Mountain Union uh, seemed like more of a fit uh, for okay. me in terms of location to home and, and, and opportunity and types of kids I was used to being around. Yeah, uh, that's fun. That's funny you say that, that you're, you and your buddy went together and then he ended up going to John Carroll. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um it's just crazy how thumbs, you know, everything happens for a reason. I'm a true believer in that. And, you know, you went to Mountain Union. You had a great career. You're a two-time qualifier. You're an All-American. Three-time uh, conference selection, two-time conference champion. So you won the conference. That's how you went to Nationals twice. Twice, yeah. Um, and yeah, then, I, you know. I, my sophomore year lost in the final on ride time. Dodge. Um, you know, yeah. so, you know, spent, spent the majority of my sophomore year ranked in the top 10. Yeah. And, and just didn't didn't do what needed to be done to qualify yeah yeah it's and back then was was it just the conference winner or was there like a wild card system in place too there was there was one wild card but so during my time we were there was no um during my time you're kind of screwed because uh we had miser and we had luke miller um so the the national the national champ for mo and you and then Mm -hmm. uh and then and then you had miser too who was a a stud who's now the head coach yeah. at Muskingum. So, yeah. um, you know, and then, and then at the same time, there was a, another kid from ONU that was a monster. Um, 
like a 57, another 5765. Gotcha. Um, you know, so there was, you know, there was a couple weight classes where it's like, you know, unfortunately for me, it was just like, get the job done, dude, you know, yeah. go, go win, you know, your weight class. And, and I didn't get it done. You know, my, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my sophomore year, I lost a boomer, uh, fetch go three, two as a freshman, I lost a boomer, uh, who's now the assistant coach at Cleveland state. Yeah. He was at, uh, Heidelberg, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So he's the one that knocked me out of going to nationals my, my freshman year. Um, gotcha. and so, yeah, it just, yeah. So it's a grind, man. All those guys yeah, you mentioned right. are hammers. Yeah, I know yeah. Boomer actually really well. Great dude. He's yeah. currently at yeah. Cleveland State. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't even know if you knew this, but Boomer, uh, we worked at the Navy wrestling camps because he was good friends with Danny Song, but also sure. Jeff Avelka, who was a coach at Waynesburg uh, University as a graduate and a head assistant. They were teammates because Boomer actually ended up transferring to Finley. So it's just crazy how yep. small world like that, yeah. like wrestling wise, but he, good he to all those yeah. He was an All-American at Finley. Yeah. All, you know, all, yeah. all, I think all he took hammers. Yeah. I think it was, I, I know he was, yeah, I knew it was like eight, seven or six, something like that. So, right. but this is crazy. how like, we mentioned two names and, you know, we can rattle off so many people in the community. <laughs> it's just, it's a special community for sure. So, yeah, yeah like I said, you, you had a great career, you're two-time captain, almost, you, you finished with uh, 97 wins, seventh overall in school history. You know, you had a great, run in Mountain Union. Um, did when you were finished at Mountain Union, did you want to get in coaching right away? Was that like your goal or like how did that come about? Yeah. So um I had I had my daughter Sophia when I was in school. Um okay. so my my wife and I we had Sophia actually November second um in, in twenty eleven and in our first event the Mountain Union invite was like November eighth <laughs> or like seventh. Oh. You know? Wow. So it was, um, you know, whatever that corresponding Saturday was, uh, you know, so I was, I was in the hospital, uh, you know, with my wife, she had, you know, preeclampsia and, and she had a couple other things that were going off, you know, with like her blood and, and stuff like that, just some complications with the pregnancy, um, you know, and I'm, and the next thing you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm got to go back, you know, up to school and, and try to compete, um, you know, I'm take, you know, there was a couple of times I, you know, my wife had to work and, um, you know, up at the West side market in Cleveland. And I had to take, you know, my, my newborn, you know, to weigh-ins or, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, to events with me, uh, gotcha. just to make it work. So, you know, a big, a big thing for me right after, um, uh, my career ended was I, I needed insurance and, you know, I needed a job, um, you know, mm. to kind of get me started. So I, I really wasn't thinking so much about the coaching side, I was offered, um, you know, by Bill Shindell, who took over. So there was a transition. Haywald, mm. as when I graduated, Haywald left to go to Case Western. Okay. And, and then Bill Shindell, who's now at Adrian, took over here at Mount. And um, and so, you know, Bill was like, hey, you know, potentially like you could stay, be the assistant. But at, but at the time, it was an intern position. So you only, mm-hmm. made, you know, 7700 a year. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't possible for for me to do that so a buddy of mine uh, so uh, chris vondruska so my assistant coach dj his brother was coaching and teaching down in north carolina and, and he gave me a call and said um I, I think that i can help you out and and get you started and and he brought me down there and chris wrestled for tom ryan at hofstra and at ohio state and so i went down there and spent you know nine months ten months with him and and i learned uh 
I, you know, I call it coaching school. I, I learned so much, you know, from him in terms of working with athletes and, and technique and all of it, uh, fundraising, you know, um, so that's, that's how it all happened. That's how it started. That's awesome. So, and then you were just there for a year and then you came back up to the Ohio ranks and the high school ranks yep. that way. Okay. Yeah. So I was at union pines Well, I taught at high falls elementary. So I, I taught seventh and eighth grade social studies. Um, I had the best setup in the world. Um, I, I taught four periods at the beginning of the day and then my planning period and then all the electives were at the end. So it was awesome. But, um, you know, I was with him down there for one year, then came up to Firelands, uh, took mm -hmm. over the program there and, and then uh, came back to Mount Union in 2016. Awesome. And then, yeah, like, like you said, you were part of some, you know, impressive teams in the high school ranks. But when that uh, uh, the job opened back up, was it like, all right, I'm applying, like, this is like, this is my goal. Like, I want to go go back and coach my alma mater. So, so Bill called me. Um, so Shindell called me and said, hey, I just want you to hear from me first. Uh, so him and I, teammates and, and really mm -hmm. close. And, um, you know, he was actually my senior year. He was our GA. Um, okay you know, or, you know, he was our, our assistant coach. And then he eventually started his master's program. However you want to word it, but, um, he, uh, he actually called me and said, Hey, you know, I want to, I want you to hear from me first sort of thing. And, and, you know, he told me his rationale for, you know, going to Adrian and it, it all made sense. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and him and I, we just kind of talked and he said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put your name, you know, out there, you know, mm -hmm. to uh, coach Karras and to, you know, uh, Mount Union. So our AD at the time. Um, and so, you know, next thing you know, um, I'm in contact with them and, you know, my, my wife and I were kind of talking about it and I had a really good thing going at, at Firelands um, financially, you know, being a public school teacher, Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I, I got my, I just got my master's. So I got my master's pay and, and mm -hmm. I, was, I was starting to take on, you know, some additional supplementals for like assistant. Um, I, I wasn't an assistant AD, but I was starting to take on some, you know, some additional duties to help within the athletic department where I was making more money. Um, and so, but when the opportunity came up, it just seemed like, Hey, you, you've spent so much time studying and I can share it with you. Gee, I, I spent a ton of time sharing or, or studying like the division three tournament um, and just taking a look at the numbers. And I was like, you know what, just, Let's just go and see what we can do, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and how many, how many opportunities are you ever going to have, you know, at this again, um, you know, and uh, that's how it happened. Yeah. And uh, for those, uh, he keeps mentioning coach Shindell. He's now the uh, head coach at Adrian doing a very good job out there. Um, yep. He was at, he was at Mount Union for a while because he competed there and then, GA and then he was head coach, if not mistaken. Well, yeah, so he yeah, he competed there from um 08 to uh 11, 08 to 11. And then he um so he took third in 11 and then he was our uh, grad he was our assistant coach. I don't think he was taking master's classes at that okay. point. He was our assistant coach from uh to through 12 and then he took okay. over, he took over in 12. Gotcha. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he moved over to Adrian and he's uh, doing a great job there. I, I, they hosted regionals last year yep. at Adrian. Yep. It looked, I was, I remember just uh, watching film, you know, scouting for nationals at that event. It looked like it was an awesome venue and 
you know, he's doing it. Yeah. He's doing a great job getting that program rolling. So, you know, everything works out. You're back in Mount Union. Just talk about that transition then from high school back to college. Cause you know, it doesn't seem like that much, you know, wrestling's wrestling, but a lot more admin stuff. You got recruiting. Um, how was the first learning curve, first learning experience for you at Mount Union? Oh, it was, it was tough. Um, it was tough because I was, I was living about an hour and 40 minutes away. So, um, I was still living in on the West side of Cleveland, you know, commuting, uh, to Mount every day. And, and at the time I thought I was going to sell my house a little quicker. Um, you know, then we ended up selling it. We didn't end up selling our house into, uh, into October. So we okay. weren't, we weren't able to move into our house down here in Louisville, uh, which is right next, you know, next door, you know, it's Mount Union. We weren't able to move down. Uh, so, I mean, that was the biggest adjustment to be honest with you. Um, you know, it, it was just the, the commute, um, you know, it, that, that was such a big strain on my family. And then I, I enrolled my daughter in school down here mm-hmm. because I thought we were going to move down here, you know? So I, I didn't want to start her, you know, up there and then pull her out during the year. I figured, you know, we could at least just commute for a little bit and then eventually we'll transition. And we did that. It just happened a little bit later. Um, that was, that was a huge transition also, um, you know, just trying to kind of overhaul uh, the program to what I wanted to do, you know, yeah. with it and, and my, you know, vision and mindset for it. So I know that, you know, I know that that wasn't easy, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, dealing with some of the, the kind of blowback, you know, from, you know, the guys and, uh, you know, we had a lot of turnover uh, that year. So we ended up moving, you know, um, through the ranks there and, uh, but we put together a good recruiting class and, and we were able to, move forward. So, yeah, I mean, it was, there was a lot to learn from during that first initial transition, uh, but the, the paperwork side, you know, that, that comes and goes, um, yeah. you know, each, each year it was more about, uh, just for me, I was nervous. Like, did you make the right move? You know, was, yeah. is this the best thing to do professionally? Um, you know, for you and your family. So yeah. that, was, that was the biggest struggle to start. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the commute definitely, probably wasn't easy, but it seems like the move worked out. You know, you're entering your fifth year now. Um, Coached a pair of national champions, 14 national qualifiers, overall six All-Americans, and a few top 10 finishes. You were very close to getting your first team trophy, and that would have been the first team trophy in school history, if I'm not mistaken, or? Yeah, that was it, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I know – I mean, you have a very good relationship just talking after that, you know, it's yeah. definitely, definitely bittersweet, you know, yeah. few of the craziest national finals matches you were a part of that year at nationals between <laughs> 57 and 74. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cause if you, uh, if those matches, if you guys did win that, you would have finished top three without we, we would have finished second with those two wins. Yeah. So it just shows you how close we, we would have been. We would have been second by half a point. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's a uh, game of inches always, you know, always talked about in sports. So I know that for you, that's a, a big motivation thing, you know, fuel for your program. And it seemed like you guys had a good, good, good thing going last year to the end of the year until nationals was, uh, canceled and pretty much all those guys are pretty much back on your roster. Uh, you didn't really lose. You lost what is Grant Martin gone now? The heavyweight to see. Well, he, so he still, he still has eligibility. Okay. Um, so he, he's not in school right now. Um, I actually talked with his, I was actually talking with him and his dad on, 
on Monday. So our, mm-hmm. our school is launching an MBA program and that's his, his major was, was uh, marketing and, and management. Okay. So, um, so we're, we're in talks about it. Okay. Um, so he, he potentially could come back. Um, That'll be yeah, sweet. You know, it, and if it's not this year, he could potentially come back next year. Maybe not, you know? Yeah. Um, you never know. But yeah. Might, but besides, play. yeah, besides Grant, uh, there was no other seniors, if I'm mistaken, right? Like that were in the starting lineup. Uh, so our 125 pounder Seth Hayes and then Connor Holman. Um, okay, they're, they're both were seniors. Okay. Yeah, they they both were seniors, and so they they both move on. Um, you know, and so Seth is actually working um, in North Carolina right now, um, and then and then Connor is actually finishing up his his degree here at Mountain Union. So he'll he'll be done. You know, this year uh, finishing out everything. Cool, um, but yeah, like I said. Uh, we'll get into talking about maybe a little bit about this recruiting class. I know we talked about uh, over the summer, you're very excited about, but, you know, during this five-year stretch, uh, in my opinion, I feel like one of the biggest factors to your success was getting that Gerard James. I mean, he, he was, uh, you know, you had Nick Mancini at the time who's doing very well that year, um, but getting a, a big time name like that, and then not just getting him, but producing, you know, right. uh, winning a national title, uh, it really, really put you guys on the map. You know, not not knowing saying you weren't already on the map. Like everyone knows, Mountain Union between football and all that athletics is very good. But as a, from a wrestling standpoint, it was a very good national tournament for you guys, especially in Cleveland, Ohio. That year, you had Mancini. He finished fifth, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He finished fifth. Um, and then, yeah. And you had uh, James win it. And then you had a few other qualifiers there as well. Yep. So. Yeah. Michael, Michael McIntyre and then Nolan Wachna both qualified. So McIntyre actually lost in the blood round to uh, uh, the kid from uh, Oshkosh uh, Chinsky. Yeah. Uh, that, kid's a, that kid yeah, was we, a beast. We, we were winning. Go watch yeah. it. We were, we, were, <laughs> we were winning. We had, we lost that match in like the final 12 seconds. I mean, he, he should have been a freshman AA. I was like, ah, son of a, yeah. you know, like yeah. we're talking like, you know, you yeah. just said game of inches. I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, and you can't, you can't fault a kid for competing. I mean, his, yeah. his max thing is cradles. He had a cradle yeah. locked up and he just said, I'm, I'm going to rip it, you know, and, yeah. and it ended up being the wrong thing, you know, to, yeah. to at that time. Um, you know, and he ended, I think, I think that kid, I think he actually ended up finishing third or fourth I, that tournament. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, he wrestled, uh, no, he finished fourth because Aurora, uh, he, uh, he, no, uh, not Aurora. Uh-huh. um, he wrestled Wilhelm Anthony's guy, Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and we, lost we, to him. yeah, we, we beat, uh, Chinsky in the, in the Kansi semi. So I, th- I believe he took fifth that year, but I mean, the guy was a hammer two time all American. Yeah. So. He took third, maybe two years ago. The year after, yeah, 2019. Gotcha. So, yeah, we were like, so, but um, going off, you know, talk about how you, you know, got processed getting Gerard James to school because he was a, he was at Kent State, I believe. Yeah. And then, um, and then getting him and then just moving forward from there pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, Gerard, not not many people, maybe you know this, maybe you don't, but Gerard was kicked off uh, the team at, at uh, Kent. So um, he was in a duel um, with Ohio U. Um, He was actually ranked uh, in division one at that time. He was somewhere between like 17th, you know, he was like top 25, you know, he he was the back half of top 15. And, um, and so he was actually in a duel 
um, you know, the, the match got chippy and he ended up hitting the kid in the match. And okay. so at that point in time, um, they, Kent State still kept him on the roster. And I'm not going to get into like all the ins and outs of that. That doesn't necessarily matter. But uh, right. long story short is um, it, they kept him on the roster, but it just gradually built to a um, to a point where the relationship and just kind of him being there just wasn't going to work out. Right. Okay. So, um, so one of his high school coaches, Doug Thomas, uh, is, is one of my friends. So, you know, somebody that I've met through the Von Druska family and someone that we're really close with. And, and I was actually recruiting Jordan. Right. So I was recruiting Jordan first. Um, so I, I, I met Jordan out at Fargo, uh, you know, spent time with him, um, his, his, another Bedford assistant coach, Chris Hirschberger, um, went, okay. to, went to Mount Union, didn't wrestle. And so, you know, I was trying to get Jordan to come to Mount Union. Okay. And so Jordan ended up jumping ship late in July because of Danny, actually, because of Danny's song, ended up jumping <laughs> ship uh, late to go to Iowa Lakes, right? Okay. So I was at, so I'm actually going to that camp. Right. And so Jordan's supposed to be there. I get there and, and Jordan's like MIA. I'm like, you know, so I try to get a hold of him. Like, what the hell's like, what is going on or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. is everything all right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, shortly after that, him and I talk and he's like, Hey, I'm going, you know, to Iowa lakes. And, and he, and, you know, ended up getting like a better deal financially out there, mm-hmm. but it's kind of funny how things work out because, you know, Gerard's whole situation played out. He didn't mm-hmm. participate with Kent that that fall right so okay. that would have been, been the fall of 2017 he didn't participate with kent and i get a phone call from doug that's just like we can you help him out like can you help gerard out and mm-hmm. you know at the time um you know i was like well what you know obviously he's a talented wrestler but in, in your mind you're like well do you want to do you want to take that chance like there's obviously that reputation and then on top of that i just lost his brother right right <laughs> so yeah like, I just lost his his brother, like, you know, so in my mind, I'm sitting there going like, why the hell, you know, would I do anything right now? Like from my end. And he's just like, you know, you, you got to meet him. Like you got to meet with them and talk with them. And and so I, you know, I met with Gerard, talked with them and, and just got a better feeling like for him and and what was going on. And he, I mean, he was working at a Valvoline, um, you know, was, wasn't in school and, um, we contacted the NCA and, and figured out, um, cause at the time Kent state, you know, wasn't clearing him. Uh, so mm-hmm. it was saying, you know, that he, he wasn't going to be eligible, eligible to compete. We went back, uh, you know, kind of combed over uh, the NCAA rules and, and figured out that he was eligible. Um, and then decided, you know, him and his family decided it was the right move, but then it's kind of funny because then Gerard goes, wins a national championship for us in 18. And then I, then I get a phone call from Jordan. <laughs> so okay. Like Jordan's like, Hey, uh, I want to come home, you know, like I want right. to come home now. Cause you know, he, he was supposed to be out there for another year in mm-hmm. Iowa lakes. And so Jordan's like, you know, Hey, like, you know, I'm going to come up and see my brother. So he comes up and sees his brother. And the next thing you know, I got Jordan sitting in my office, you know, and he's just like, Hey, you know, this is, this is where I want to go. And and this is, you know, I, I think it's the right time for me to come back home. So he comes back home. Um, you know, they're, they're friends with Antoine. Then Antoine comes over, um, yeah. Notre Dame college. Um, you know, we, we partner them with Nolan and Hernandez and McIntyre and some of the other guys that we've already yeah. here, Martin. And the next thing you know, it was just, it went from, you know, 
I'll be honest, you know, we went from being a, a okay team to being a very good team pretty, yeah. pretty quick. And it's because of those guys, you know, it's, yeah, definitely. it's, it's it just, it just snowballed quickly. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I have a, I have a phrase and, you know, it might not make sense to anybody else, but in recruiting, you know, one, one plus, you know, one doesn't always necessarily equal one. Right. <laughs> you know, So yeah. sometimes you, you get a kid, you recruit a kid and, and that kid might actually bring you more um, yeah. in other avenues. So, you know, one for sure can always equal one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's great. You know, I make, I definitely hear what you're saying there with that and just, you know, sometimes, you know, in recruiting, especially in the D3 ranks, because it's very difficult to recruit with not a lot, not as much funding and no athletic scholarships. You know, your wrestlers, your student athletes are your best recruiters, just the networking and people they know between programs. And next thing you know, I mean, you get like half your lineup through one recruit, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, so. well, and also too, you know, you, I think you said it best. Gerard made, you know, my, my goal too, when I sat down with it and, and when I talked with Gerard, you can help us make this possible, right? Yeah. So you can help make, you know, and put at the frontal lobe, right. You know, put on mm-hmm. the forefront, mountain union wrestling definitely and, um you know and he's he's done that so um you know he's done that jordan's done that antoine's done you know luke's done that so you know we we've done a lot to try to put out some of that imaging um you know because you you guys know how it is i mean you guys yeah. you guys compete in the same sport and, and you guys obviously compete at the same level you you have you have so many different people that downplay what we do so you know and downplay the level so um, you know, it's, it, it's just a easy, I, I guess it just, instead of like fighting that every single day, you just try to rebrand it, remarket it. And, and you try to, um, you know, change the way people view it, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you definitely put that exactly the way G and I go about it. You know, it's, um, there's a lot on our, on our plates responsibility wise as division three coaches. And especially with the hat you wear as a head coach, I mean, there's no doubt you do more at the division three level as a head coach than compared to division one, not saying that the job is harder, but it's just different, you know? So it just, people understand that more and people hearing these stories, it just helps put into perspective, you know, what we go through on a daily basis. Um, the next part I want to get to, you know, obviously as you come in and, you know, coaching in the OAC, I, I really seen a big rivalry kind of come to fruition with you and Baldwin Wallace over these last few years. Yeah. Um, you know, Gennaro and I saw firsthand when Coach Gibbs came in and he took over the Bolden Wallace program, you know, and helped bring it to where it is now, uh, you know, and they were running that conference. And then you come in and then you guys start chipping away, chipping away, and now you start knocking them off a little bit. And it's just been a great rivalry to see. So I just want to hear from your perspective about that rivalry and, uh, you know, and seeing where it's, it's at next. Yeah, I mean, it, it's necessary, right? Like, um, you know, when, when I took over, it, there was almost, um, uh, within our locker room, there was almost like a fear of both. Like, it was, yeah. I was like amazed, you know, when I, when I took over, like, okay, you know, we're, we're, this is, this is like, we, we got to go in steps, right? So incrementally we, we got to climb and, and let's set our first milestone. Let's set our first benchmark. And, and let's just say that's win the conference. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's almost like I'm looking around the room and it's like, everybody's just 
wide-eyed like what <laughs> what do you what do you mean win the conference like that bw is the best team in the conference and and that's not that's just not my approach you know like i, I want to wrestle the best you know i, mm-hmm. I want to wrestle the best i want to compete you know with the best um uh, to, i'm not going to say i don't care if i lose but it's not going to alter my um it's not going to alter my motivation right so like if, if if you beat me you know like for instance like when we went out to case like and, and we got the chance to wrestle stevens out there right we're, we're sitting there going okay um yeah this is really close to the national duels and, and they can beat us well if, if they would have beaten us that wouldn't have changed my coaching you know approach or love or you know aside from what adjustments we have to make right mm-hmm. the same thing you know when when g you guys came out um you know to our mountain union duels but you know it's, it's like yeah. you you want to compete you know with the best guys and you, and you want, want to beat the best all the time yeah, you want you want to throw down and and if if you take a lump or you take a setback you you review it learn from it and move on um you know but yep. they, they whooped uh bw specifically whooped our freaking rear end um <laughs> the first year and you know i i specifically told our team like you know, and Owen, you actually beat us that year too. And, and so did Heidelberg. I, I told our team that year, I said, if uh, there's, there's a whole lot of people in this world that are going to be happy to make you feel this way. You know, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of people that are going to be happy to beat you and, and make you take step backs and, and stop you from accomplishing your goals. But, um, you know, specifically with that, you know, from the recruiting side, it was also bringing in guys and, and conditioning that and, and putting into the, the mindset that, you know, we're going after this opponent, you know, they're at this level right now, they have something that we want. So that's one of the first milestones. Let's go and get it. And, um, you know, kind of overhauling that uh, we had a great duel with them. Uh, my second year at their place is one of the the loudest uh, duels I've, I've ever been to in my life. Those first, you know, couple matches were explosive, um, you know, and they, it was just a ton of fun. Um, you know, we, we lost the duel. And, and like I said, you know, like I said, and I guess maybe prove that point, I, I walked right into the locker room and told our guys, um, I said, how many times you can have an opportunity to re- re- wrestle in front of that many people? Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there was a couple thousand people there you know, that night. So, um, if you would have went to a, a Kent state duel that year, or OU duel, <laughs> that year, yeah. you know, we probably had more in attendance for that duel than they, they did maybe all year, um, for any of their duels. So, um, it, it was just jam packed. It was a lot of fun. And, and obviously, you know, right now, um, you know, we've, we've beaten them in, in like the regular se- whatever regular season, like we've beaten them, um, in the regular season and, and, uh, and hammered them, you know, those, those past couple times, like 31, nine or 31, 14. And then it, at the national duels, they, they got us twice at the national duels. Um, I don't make excuses. We, we put the best lineup out there that we had, you know, to win. Uh, they, they won, we didn't, um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's nothing I lose sleep over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yeah, been going back and forth. Um, they're going to be good this year too. You know, yeah. and, but for me, we, we don't, we don't play with our lineup. We don't do this, that we don't throw people around or, or run We're we're going to go and our be, like one best on is the way I run it. We're going to go one V one and mm-hmm. hopefully they do the same thing and let's throw down and have a good duel. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know for, for me and Anthony's standpoint, we always look uh, forward to watching that duel. It's always been entertaining. I remember 
I don't know if it was last year, but two years ago, the duel that was at your place. I mean, that place was packed. I mean, yeah. that was that was awesome just to watch and the atmosphere and just to see the competition. And like, what for me, one of the better duels to watch in D three wrestling. I mean, I remember there was a tweet not too long ago about what duels someone should check out. And I think it was Anthony or me that said it like, or maybe even you said it, you're like, you got to come watch ball and Wallace for Mountain Union because I mean, <laughs> it's, it's pretty lit, man. It's pretty hyped. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, um, that one, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that, that one, that duel was that we did a high school scrimmage before that duel. So mm-hmm. we, we invited like 12 high school teams uh, to scrimmage in our field house prior to the duel. We got OSHA, our, our governing body to clear it uh it was it was standing room only you know in yeah it was place. sweet it was, man it was packed um you know but that's also my job you know so like i you know my my kids jobs my athlete job your job's to wrestle you know mm-hmm. your job's to wrestle my job is to to build an environment and to help put together something that's fun um and exciting for people to come you know, but at the same time as an athlete, your job's to pin people, your job's to get takedowns, your job yeah. is to, to do something that's entertaining um, and, and not, you know, you know, make the product boring as hell, you know, like get, yeah. get out there, pin people, do something exciting, um, you know, put together a good product. And uh, we, we were fortunate in that duel. The first, um, the first couple matches were awesome. And, and yeah, they were even, even, you know, even in a non-biased way, like even the Blake Hernandez, we lost that one. And, and Blake, Blake put down a takedown clinic on, yeah. Luke, you know? Um, and so even in a non-biased way, you know, the, the McIntyre Royal match was, was, was back and forth. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they won that one. So, I mean, there was, there was yeah. a lot of fun to it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, uh, Besides uh, Ball and Wallace, you know, because you guys compete in the same region as well. Wabash is another team in that region. Oh, yeah. Always, always a central regional is always very competitive and it's fun to follow. Um, but yeah, I mean, great point, Anthony. I, that that rivalry is pretty sweet and I don't see it going anywhere soon. I mean, you know, it's definitely the top two teams right now in the OAC and you guys get after it every year. And that's not to say that any disrespect any other OAC teams. There's a lot of good teams. John Carroll has a lot of tough kids. Uh yeah. Northern's always in a mix. Heidelberg's always in a mix. So yeah. Owen um, is gonna be good. Yeah. They uh they had some tough freshmen last year. So the OAC conference, you know, is just a crazy conference, man. And but, but it's fun to follow. Beachler and Quiet, they they do like if you watch their recruiting track record, they do that. They yeah. You know, they they put together over a, a three four year span. They they cycle in and and next thing you know they they put together a, a run. Of, mm-hmm. is it, they, he's done that since I was an athlete. You know, yeah, he's done that. You're like yeah, he might have and um and some of that is the academic pedigree of of OMU, right. You know some of the different things he has to deal with, but do not you know do not sleep on them, especially if you have to go to Ada. Um, you know, especially you have to Oh go yeah, over. we've been to that invitation. Yeah. Ada yeah. feels like it's in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. I, you yeah. know, coming from Waynesburg, I was like, how are we in the bus for seven hours? Like where is <laughs> where yeah. yeah, you're you gotta if you're you better be freaking ready because if you're if you're going to Ada, 
um, they they are they'll have no problem kicking you around and sending yeah. you back on a seven hour bus ride. Yeah, home, yeah that's you know? a fact. That's yeah. a fact. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, all good, all good stuff. All good stuff for sure. And yeah, and just like to wrap it up, you know, I, I know the American Rivers Conference, the old Iowa Conference, they get a lot of love because I mean they should. You know, Wartburg, Co, Luther, all those programs are very good, but. OAC, I, I feel like, is also right up there, you know, just yeah. applies as a conference. So um, it's definitely something, Gennaro, I look into. But uh, as we kind of close out here, you know, Gennaro and I, we always like to talk about, you know, what Division Three athletics, the model Division Three wrestling has meant to our guests. Obviously, you know, you competed at Mountain Union. You've been a coach there now. So just just talk about what it, what it's done for you and, uh, you know, and how it's helped you get to where you are right now. Yeah, I mean, Division Three. I mean, Division Three has been everything, you know. I mean, so that's been basically my my whole adult life, <laughs> you know. I um, to put it in perspective has has been pretty much Division Three wrestling. So, um, aside for just a, a little, you know, break, um, you know, from the sport, but um, you know, I I think I think in terms of what it's meant, you know, to me, it's it's still finding a way to channel, you know, your goals, um, find opportunities for continuous improvement. Um, right now, I, I guess, as a coach, find ways to help other people accomplish their goals, um, you know, and move forward and, and constantly learn, um, you know, but the division three wrestling and, and you guys live it and, and know it. It's um, I, I guess I wish I could share more of it, you know, with people every day um, in mm -hmm. terms of uh, the value and, and in terms of the quality um, you know, it's like, I, uh, let, let's take you two, for example, I, I don't think people realize, um, how much, you know, you guys do for the sport, but then also how much, uh, you guys communicate, you know, and, and also put out positive message for your kids, but then also for other coaches and the resource that you are for other coaches. I don't think they realize, um, how many quality people are in the sport, um, as well. And, and so I don't know, I, I mean, it's, it's hard to, I guess, zero in on, on one thing. And it's just, uh, it's been a blessing. It's been something that, um, you know, it'll be fun to, I guess, you know, now as, as a parent, it'll be kind of fun to, you know, pass that down. And, and if I choose to, you know, step out of, out of this realm, um, you know, at, at some point or time, you know, it'll, it'll still be nice to, um, you know, look back on it and, and say like, we had a lot of, you know, kick-ass opportunities to, you know, compete with other people that were looking to do high-level things. And I don't know if, if life gets any better than that. 